The wall jumped happened. There was no screaming female. If she wants to win the show, she has to fucking her. Welcome back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the ball, the, oh, pardon me, the bachelor lifestyle podcast. Uh, there's too many words that sound the same. That's the brand. Uh, big, big happenings on the bachelor this week. Colton's season fantasy suites, which is always my favorite episode because that's when they do the sex. Um, so I was excited to watch it and I know my co-host Jason Stewart was also excited for it. Jason, what's up? Hello everybody. Yeah, brother. Now, yep. did you just say, uh, this welcome to the Steve Balboni podcast? No, does Steve Balboni have a podcast? No, no. When you were just flubbing your words, I think you started to say the Steve Balboni. No, I said, I said from the ballerlifestyle.com. I, then I started to say it's the baller lifestyle podcast, but clearly it's not. It's the bachelor lifestyle where we talk I w- bachelor. I would tune into a Steve Balboni podcast. He could have Buddy Bianca Lana is, on the show. He could have Hal McRae. Is he still with the us, only- Steve Balboni? I'm sure he is. Oh, okay. And they could they could probably seance Dick Hauser and R.I.P. Uh, yeah. What about my guy, Costa Mesa High School alum Dan Quisenberry? Yeah. Again, they could seance them. Eighty five Royals all day long. When you play when you play ball at Costa Mesa High School, the name Dan Quisenberry comes up a lot. At the time, Brent Maine didn't come up too often because I don't think he had really. Tasted the bigs. How's Dave Fullerton? When Brent, I was still Brent in high Maine. school. Yeah, and, and more importantly, Costa Mesa High School. Go Mustangs. Uh, okay, so last night, Jason, it all popped off. It's fantasy suites. We got three girls, right? Cassie, Tasha, Hannah G. Cle- I think the two clear front runners going in. Well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. The one clear front runner was Cassie. Had it not been for the teasing all season of her crying in the back of a limousine, which turned out to be exactly what we thought it was, she would have been easily the favorite. And this would have the this result would have been much more shocking. Um, so the show starts off, right? There it's the it's the end of the um, hometowns episode. They jump. They it, jump right in where we the, left off. Right. It's the end of the hometowns episode in which um, the one father that did not give his blessing for Colton to get down on a knee. Cassie's dad was Cassie's dad, and as we talked about last week, by far the most rational response to. Sure. Uh, any 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 kid that you just met twenty minutes ago asking for your blessing and and asking your daughter to marry her if if she's the one at the end, uh, as offensive as that is, he, he got three dads to give him his blessing. The one I would enough. say Tasha's dad was gave a very tacit endorsement. Right. He said, "If it gets there, if and, it comes it, to that, I, I will get my blessing." And didn't he break like 
a huge rule and put them both in a room and say, Colton just asked for my blessing. Yeah. Yeah. That was the guy. Yeah. Uh, he was pretty cool. I like Tasha's dad. Yeah. But that's where we left off. Uh, three of the four, two of the three. Well, how many, how many women went to hometowns? Four. There were four. So three of three of the four dads signed off on it. Cassie's dad was very, um, uh, dubious about the whole thing. Yeah, so go ahead. Absolutely. Um, so, then it's it's we find out we're going to Portugal. What's the name of the city? Well, they they say Algarve or Algarve. They say Algarve, and yeah. that cannot possibly be the Portuguese pronunciation. But since the entire time they were there, they were essentially doing an infomercial for. Yeah. The town of Algarve, Portugal. I guess I'll, I'm just going to have to take them at their word that that is how it's pronounced. Um, it's I'll, it's where, it, as Colton, um, they he, they must have directly fed him the line from the um, from the the tourist office. It's where the mountains meet the ocean, and it, I'm not sure that is the only place on earth where the mountains meet the ocean. No, I thought I thought and, I thought they were talking about Orange County, California. Right, and then. Um, as they kept repeating the city, you it was a hint that you and no one watching this show has ever heard of Algarve. No, uh, nope. And, and and I think that like I've you know I've existed on this planet for forty six years. You would think it's somewhere along the way in school or maybe just by hearsay, someone stopped by Algarve and and told me offhand like. I've never heard of this city. Sure. It's almost yes. like it didn't exist until The Bachelor created it. Yeah. They, they made a deal where they said, hey, come here. We'll give you some money. We'll give you – you can use our hotels. You're, we'll set you up here. And what you're going to do is you're going to discuss it on the show. This is very common. This is branded entertainment. Right. And But it was just so over the top. But I, I have a feeling that the the – the travel producers for The Bachelor were like, okay, where do we find it? And the person on the other end is like, it's where the mountains yeah. meet the ocean. And the producer's like, that that's about that narrows it down to about 70 places on the planet. Could you be more specific? It's, it's kind of like when you're like, hey, how do I get to Raging Waters? It's where the 10, the 210, <laughs> and the 57 meet. Right. So you right. just get on any one of those freeways and when you yeah. get to the other two freeways, that's it. You're at the, you're at raging waters. Uh, so yeah, they go to Algarve, and immediately it, their sex is in the air. All three chicks are have announced they're ready for dick. They want they want this virginity, and because Colton, I don't know if you know this, never had sex before. Right. He uh, so he gets to his room, and he's like goes around his room and inspects all the sexing locations and he's, and the, I, I will, I will say this, the facilities for by, even by bachelor standards, not that nice. His room was very small. I mean, he had a suite, but the actual sleeping yeah. area, the, the bed was nearly touching the walls on both sides. Very cramped. I'm claustrophobic. And I, I made me uncomfortable that room, but yeah, he, and like, even, even yeah. looking out the balcony, it was this just little, um, a grassy area. Yeah, he didn't have he I, didn't have a view. 
you can find in like Tustin, California, looking out in an yeah. apartment or something. Yes, that's exactly right. He had like a courtyard view, which yeah. is not near the nicest hotel room they had. They surely had something. I mean, it's where the mountains meet the sea. Where's the right. fucking sea? I didn't see or the mountains. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see a mountain or sea. So he goes around and he's like testing like the springs on the bed. He's like, oh, he's like, there's a balcony here. Like, well, this, can we do a bend over the balcony situation? Like he's, he's making sure the room's all set up. Um, then, so we learned that Tasha, she's going to get the first sesh and great choice. I don't know. I assume the producer sets these up, but were it up to me and were I the bachelor? And I was explaining this to the person I was watching the show with last night. Were, were I me? I definitely would be having sex with all of them, but I for sure would choose Tasha first. She's, she seems to me the most woman, the most in touch with her emotions, the most, and I don't, I don't want to shame. I don't mean this to shame in any way. The most experienced or at least um, the most visceral sex partner there. I for sure would have picked Tasha first. So she gets the first sesh. Jason, and then um, she they for, but first they go on a chopper ride, so they they go and how could she? They have done more sketchy things together. What is it about these two that they did? They did three things I would never do: bungee jump, bungee cord, yeah, skydive, sky and then go fly in a sketchy chopper in Portugal. Kind of weird, right? Right. Yeah. So, and, but I thought it was um, a great producer plant joke at some point when, I mean, they, these two have nothing to say to each other. He has nothing to say to anybody. So these forced conversations led to a real easy joke. It was like, man, every time I'm with you, we do something that I never thought I would do. And she's like, well, what else is on your list? What else have you never done? And then they had a nice laugh. I I would say of the three of them, Tasha's the most mature. And so she's seems like an easy hang. So the fact is she's gotten, by the way, she's gotten more dripping hot with every episode. I don't know how she pulled that off, but she gets hotter by the minute. The body, just the whole, her whole vibe is cool. And so as much as, an empty vessel as this guy is. And as most bachelors are, he's not very different from most bachelors. Um, she brings the most out of him. She, he seems most at ease with her. They're just chilling, but yeah, they're, they're in the, um, they're, by the way, yeah. a, gr- a great example of the fact that he could tell her anything and they're just chilling. Um, at some point on this date, and you can go back and listen to the sound, I'm pretty sure that he starts talking about this point in the process, this point in the adventure where he gets overnights, where he could, he could, um, you know, learn more about them. And, you know, he's really looking forward to this part of the process and he doesn't really make it about her. He's talking about, I I'm, I'm looking forward to the next three occasions overnight in private moments with you women. Like he's literally telling her that, which is a, a huge no-no. If you are attempting to the you know to hide the fact that you don't know who you're going to be with, or, and or not want to break the heart of the person that is supposedly in love with you. 
Yeah, I got that vibe of of all these women. He seems the most comfortable and most at ease and most chill with this Tasha, but also at the entire time, just by the way he's speaking, just by what you've just pointed out, it was clear to me that if she gets a rose, if she miraculously gets a rose at the end of this, these fantasy suites, she's for sure not getting a ring and not getting proposed to. He doesn't, she's along for the ride. He likes her, but she's not his end game. Uh, so they're on a cop- chopper ride and they're like, we talked about before they're doing like an infomercial for Algarve, Portugal, and they're like, what's the, so what are the exports besides figs? And he's like, uh, <laughs> extra virgin olive oil. And then she's like, oh, extra virgin, my favorite kind. Like it was, it was so obvious. They're, they're like, what's the, what's the gross domestic product besides your cock? Like they, they could yeah. not have been more, um, scripted and lame yeah. in this conversation. This whole show. I can't believe they stretched it out so long because they really – there's not a lot of girls left. There's three girls left. There's just right. not two hours of content there right. to make a show, and you really – it really drug on. So, uh, but you, you mentioned the, the oil pun. Like at the very great. least, there was a little bit of an imagination in that, in that producer-fed exchange. Yeah. How about, how about this one? He uh he does something as he's sitting there and he like cringes and she's like what's wrong and he said oh it's my it's my legs I'm not very flexible it's probably because I'm a virgin yes like none of that makes any sense like that that entire sentence it was a chance to tell everybody he was a virgin for the one hundred thousandth time in this season it's insane yes that that's a very good point. So they get up, the chopper lands on like this sketchy perch, this cliff top, and they get out. And this is the third real opportunity that these two have had to die on dates on the show. They get up to the top of this, this cliff top and Colton gets out a blanket and they're like going to have a picnic and he puts his blanket on the ground and Jason this he puts the blanket on top of shards of sharp rock like the whole yeah. top of this mountain it was not a place where you could just kick it there was no grass to sit on there was not even any flat rocks it was sharp gravel jagged gravel that he put the blanket down i was watching with fancy sauce and i i pause it i go could you imagine if I put a blanket down on that? And she's like, well, I wouldn't sit down. I'd say we have to go. There's not, you can't even sit on that. It was so insane to me. Like this is the place they found that they could chill. I was stunned. It was, looked so uncomfortable. Did you notice that? Yes. It was weird. Uh, so then, yes. t- then, um, Tasha and Colton are chilling. Like, like I said, he's, he's not much of a talker, but they're, they're, they're chatting, you know, and they're being flirtatious and they're talking about how they might fuck and, uh, but it's cool. And then, but no, no drama. So then, um, they bounce out to dinner and this Tasha, just what a little minx, like just so cute, such a good body. And she's got a very low cut thing on. It's like, it's like the dress, like two sides, each side of the dress comes over her titty. 
and then it's like cut down to her stomach in the middle in a V. And she she's got the dress like taped to her titties on either side because you can't wear a bra because it's open in the middle. What? And it keep it, the dress the tape is failing, and the dress keeps falling over, falling open, and her her titty keeps popping out. And I to me, Jason, like there's that's I'm so simple. I'm just such a basic man. Like I would be, I would need to leave and just take care of business. I would not be able to finish the meal if that were happening to me. Did you find that arousing as well? Maybe not. Uh, I don't know if arousing is a word, but I love that the show uh, went there because she has, um, she has an outstanding set and they, it, I like the fact that they just talked about them. And the yeah, fact that she was yeah. falling out and yeah. she didn't want to flash the world. And he mentioned her boobs. It was oh, like yeah. just kind of a rare breaking of the fourth wall Loved a little bit. It. They just they don't get into that kind Loved of stuff it. on this show very often, oh. and they should. I mean, the, the show is pretty despicable um, and unforgivable in a lot of ways. But for some reason, they're really uh, sensitive about these things. Just talk about it. Yeah. Let it all no, I out. liked it. I liked I that say. too. I loved it. Um, and then, but then there, it, something that struck me weird is that they're, they're having this conversation about, oh, is Colton going to lose his virginity? You know, we're going to go back to the room, all that. And it's, this is always weird to me and it happens every season. There's never any discussion about what the woman wants. Like maybe Tasha's not, yes, she's had sex in her life, but maybe she doesn't want to have sex tonight maybe right. she's not ready to have the world the millions of people that watch the bachelor know that she got filleted by this colton dude for the first time and no, it's just it's, ne- there's never that's just not even an option that the woman might not be interested in having sex if she wants to win the show she has to fuck him right. it's all about it in it, it's all about this it's colton's mentality and it's like it's a mixture of narcissism, um, his denseness, and just this narrative of the show that they keep having to go back to. But it is always about like when he decides to have sex, then whoever it, it is is going to have sex with him. Yep. That's all. It all comes down to his decision to choose who he's going to have sex with. It never comes into play where well, is the other party going to consent? Is it? Are they comfortable doing this? He says something in this exchange at dinner. I don't know. She says it. <laughs> she she says it in the leading up to the uh, to the card, the fantasy suite card. She says um, something about ashamed when her husband cheated on her, and she's like, "It's caused me to know myself worth. I yeah. value intimacy a lot." Oh yeah. It was she. She basically at that moment did kind of leave the door open. And at at this point, we're left kind of guessing here. Yeah, she, so that was the next thing I was going to talk about. She is, they're chatting and they just both seem very chill and they're having wine. It looks like a nice time. And, you know, the titties are out, like the whole thing looks good. And, but then this Tasha, who to me is just has shown herself to be such a gem on the show. She starts, she gives this very heartfelt explanation of what intimate, intimacy means to her and the the kind of connection she wants and just this whole just she just 
says this, this gives this very mature and interesting and nuanced talk about how she feels about intimacy. And then right after that, and she, and she goes, the way I've come to feel, you know, the way I've connected with these feelings is because when I, a year and a half into my marriage, because as we know, she's damaged because she's been married before. She, um, she's like a year and a half into my marriage. I found out my husband <laughs> strayed. I can't remember how she put it, but something like that, like wasn't faithful. And I was like, Oh fuck. She's putting this dude on blast. Like people know who she was married to, or they could probably easily, we could probably Google it in two seconds right now. And he didn't sign up to be on the bachelor. Like that's not, that's his business is now put out there to the world. I thought that was a little much to be sharing. What did you think? Yes, I found it weird. And as you were talking, I looked up who her husband was. Oh yeah. It's nobody uh nobody famous. His name's Josh Burrell. But the um <laughs> the article He's famous now. <laughs> the article on um Radio Online, I think it is, um has her in over a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars in debt. Uh, well, probably after the divorce. Oh, really? Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Oh, what's that all about? Yeah, that's interesting. So well, take that. Well, she's gonna she's gonna be able to uh, she's gonna be able to make it up with her uh, with her social media posts after the show. Um, so yeah, they they she puts her ex husband on blast. Um, and and again, Colton's like at the end of this. If it is us, that will never happen. Like he's saying, if it, if right. we, the two of us end up together at the end of the show, I'll never cheat on you is what he's saying. But he's the one that gets to decide. It's not yep. if it is us. He's saying, if I, I'll, he makes it seem like it's just <laughs> this miraculous thing that could or could not happen. And he's got no control of it over it. He controls the entire thing. What 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 right. what fucking world are we existing in in this bachelor where he's just fucking like I don't know, who we'll see, who knows. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking insane. It drives me crazy. <laughs> By the way, do you did you at the beginning of this uh this this scene, he opened a uh, a champagne bottle? Oh, he has, I, I have the, that in my notes. He doesn't know how to open a champagne yeah, bottle. Yeah, it was it was like they he reacted to the cork uh, blowing up, like if he was like in a cave in Vietnam and he he like pulled the yeah, thing on yes, his grenade. Terrified. Yeah, and like you know, like oh my god, yes, like it, it's like uh, it was just such a just like a lot of things with this guy. The, the, things are handled in such a an unmanly way. Yeah. Like he has, he has zero manliness. Oh, no, it gets, I think it, I, it gets I, so I was exchanging worse. texts with somebody last night. Maybe it was you. And yeah. it's like his dad was a stud. Like his dad was a man's man. Yeah. 
Like, I think that if his dad wanted to, he could have a lot of these housewives around the country. Oh, yeah, if his he dad's a wanted unit. to be like the, the, the 59-year-old bachelor. <laughs> totally. And, and, and Colton has none of those qualities. No, totally agree. He's a big puss. And he doesn't know how to open champagne, and it drives me crazy. I've never had a bottle of champagne explode in my hand. You just fucking turn the bottle or the cork slowly until it pops out. Hold it right. at an angle. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, he's... Then he's like giving her a tour of the room and like the PAs, the production has run a bubble bath. Well, that bath's cold. There's no way that bath's still hot. Like they're supposed to both get in there. And it's like all the room is all set up for fucking. He's like, hey, if we want to fuck here, here's the bath. There's bubbles in it. Like they already tested the springs on the bed. We got the balcony. Like we can go at it. Um, But then it's cut to the morning and I didn't see and I hope I didn't miss it. The requisite shot of a pair of woman's shoes on the floor or on a chair or sometimes on the <laughs> nightstand. I didn't see that. And that's always there. You're right. They yeah. didn't have that. They didn't have that. So probably because again, they're euphemizing everything, but they're like, I enjoyed spending time with you, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're, this is my number one trigger point. And I felt bad for Tasha cause she doesn't, they don't really make them up for the morning which is kind of fucked. You're on TV. You should be able to look your best. They can still make it look like you just woke up, but kind of like fix your makeup and make you look nice. But she's there. They start doing morning, the morning kissing and they both have these huge teeth and I cannot help, but think to myself, are these, have we Listerine? <laughs> like is the mouth, have we cleaned our mouths? Have we brushed our teeth? Yeah. You always, you always fixate on that. You always fixate. On the morning kiss. This is the first thing I do in the morning. I get up, I go, I take a piss, and I immediately after I take a piss, I brush my teeth. Every morning, whether I'm going to kiss somebody or not, and especially if I'm going to kiss somebody. Uh, so that, that had me triggered. But then they allow that they didn't fuck. Colton, of course, it wasn't up to Tasha. She was down. Um, but Colton, Colton says, I wasn't ready to take the next step, which spells, this is the death knell for Tasha. Um, Tasha is probably going home. And then he's apparently they were at her place, which is weird. I thought, um, I thought, I guess they have like the same room, but then he leaves and she does that thing where she stands in the courtyard and watches him walk away till he's gone. And then she goes and sits on her balcony and does the, the two handed, um, pensive, coffee sipping that only happens in Jennifer Aniston movies and on the bachelor. Like no one, no one ever holds their coffee with two hands like that. <laughs> I think Tasha on camera had said, uh, the comment that it did not get as intimate as she had hoped or they had yeah, hoped. Yeah. She actually said that she, she was, had, she was down. Like rarely do they, it's just a weird thing with this show. It's gotten less and less, I guess, inhibited in the way they, they uh, position the sexual aspect of the fantasy suites. Like, her just admitting on camera, yeah, we didn't have sex, is just such a far cry from where the show started. They used to be so, so, like, ta- taboo and, and coy about that. So basically, it was one, one down and no sex. That's basically if you're keeping score at home. Um, yeah, exactly. So, and it's... Things are not looking good for Tasha at the end of this. Even though the date went great, they didn't bang. 
She didn't take his virginity. And he just kept euphemizing the discussion. He didn't say, you know, I'm, he, he has said to all three of them, I'm falling in love with you. He hasn't said, I love you yet. Um, so then he goes, date number two, it's Cassie. He picks her up in like the slick eighties Mercedes convertible Mercedes coupe that looked very cool. Um, they, you know, they have one of these lame dates where they, where they go to a cafe and they fucking do a thing. It's the second time it's happened on this season. First time was last episode with Kaylin. This Cassie like dots his face with some, with some frosting or something. And I fucking hate it. And I know you hate it too. Did you notice that Jason? Yes, yes, I did notice it, and I, like I said last week, anything that has to do with food, smearing, throwing food at each other, any movie that has any food fight, I just, I, I just hate don't it. get it. I've never gotten that. I despise it. I absolutely hate it. Totally agree with you. Uh, and then they're going out in the having their date, and um, this Colton is. First of all, these two are actually kind of a good match because they both seem to be about seven years old. He's like put he like they're shopping and he puts like a stuffed animal octopus on her head and she thinks it's like the cutest thing ever and it's so dumb. Um, and then um, he's clearly smitten. He's like, we care about each other so much. It's crazy. Cassie makes me feel complete. Like what a loser. Uh, but the date overall is pretty boring. They don't, you know, nothing really exciting is going on. Um, and but what is becoming clear is, but from the way they're talking, is that Colton loves Cassie. Like Cassie's going to win the show, and but Cassie, she's got different ideas. Her, she has been accused of having designs on becoming the Bachelorette. And she's vigorously denied those plans. But all of a sudden, like the kitchen's gotten too hot. She's in a put up or get the fuck out situation. And so, but let's be specific about the accusations. Yeah. Katie, outgoing bachelor uh, contestant from several weeks back. Huge fan of Katie. I loved Katie. Yeah. Told Colton on the way out that there's a, a couple of women that aren't here to marry you. And, and she spoke with somebody who wants to just be the bachelorette, which that kind of came and went. And then Kerpa later clarified to Colton that Katie was talking about Cassie Kerpa like that. The complete, um, non-factor chick that uh, towards the end somehow picked up steam on camera and, uh, and told Colton that Cassie's not here to marry you essentially. She's in it for whatever else. And at that juncture, remember one of the beauty contestants interrupted a two on one dinner to tell Colton to choose Cassie Instead of Kerpa, because Kerpa's just a what? Just a yep. somebody trying to stir shit yeah. up, and she's making shit up. And remember, the beauty contestant Kaylin talked Colton Miss into North choosing Cassie over Kerpa. Yep. And it and it since when it since when un un um, acknowledged. 
There That's wasn't true. any conversation of yeah. why he made the decision. Kerpa didn't ask him about it. And you and I discussed last week. I'm hoping that in the next two episodes, they do a pretty good job of explaining why they were so coy about that whole thing. This, it'll have to come up on the Women Tell All, which as, Maybe, as of this recording know. hasn't aired yet. Right. So anyways, that, that's the backdrop behind um, the first part, the first point in this episode where you start to see Cassie, uh, start to see Cassie coming off of the, the, the rails here because Colton tells her, um, you know, when they were talking about the hometowns, yep. you know, I asked your dad for his blessing if I were to propose to you, even, and he did, did not give it to me. Right. Even before that discussion, there were all sorts of red flags where he's like, I want to have babies with you and a white picket fence, and you're the right. one. Like, he's basically saying it all. Right. To the point where if this episode hadn't taken the turn that it did, I think they would have epi- uh, edited a lot of that out. Like there were, it was too obvious that he, that Cassie was all he was thinking about. And she was, she was responding by saying things like, I could see a future with him. I just wish I had more time. Like she was very lukewarm. And then he's right. like, Hey, by the way, I was rapping with your dad and I said, Hey, um, can I, you know, I might want to propose to Cassie. Would you give your blessing? And your dad was like, fuck no, but whatever. And then she's like, she turns that around on Colton. She's like, oh, well, I didn't know he said that. Um, that's, that really shocks me. That, and then she, and then yeah. she looks at Colton and she's like, and you're okay with this? And he's right, like, what was yeah, that? What was yes. That? You're okay with what? Yes. He, what was he supposed to do? Her whole thing and i have to believe this that this was planned she knew her dad was not gonna give the approval and she thought hey once my dad doesn't give the approval the other dads probably do give the approval and this colton he's gonna realize hey it can't go any further she expected to go home last week jason she was more shocked than anybody to make it to this episode of the show Wow, that's a great theory, and I didn't even think of that. I really didn't. And, I think that yeah. I, th- I thought this was a weird exchange in the moment. She didn't quite know how to. She's not very good at expressing her feelings. No, I she's mean, an idiot. like, she's like so you said, they're though. they're perfect for each other. They yeah, they are. They just don't know how to articulate anything, and she's just like I. I just don't get. I don't. I don't know how to feel. I, I don't know how to feel, and she just kept repeating her her nonsense. And he he ended up trying to tell her it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he said um, in all this stuff. But it's like here's this is this is where I think this episode um, went. Where rarely do bachelor episodes go because it runs against the nature of the program. For those who have never seen the show, it's a it's a game show where you have two winners at the end. They go through this proposal, and I think, what, 9 out of 10 or 95% of the bachelors have broken up with the person they proposed to. Of course. And, and the bachelorettes kind of stay with their guys. But, but the bottom line is, it's all about the timeline of the show. If you don't fall in love within the timeline of the set taping of the show – then it then it's over. It doesn't work. Then nope. your lives can't exist together. It 
So the bachelor kind of fools everyone into believing this. And at, at some point, I really thought they were going to go down and break the fourth wall on this one because you have, you have a woman who seems to be telling Colton, I don't know, I'm not there yet, but maybe I'll get there. I, I, it's just not going to be within the framework of this show. And at some point during this date, Colton was like, I don't care if you're not there yet. I'm in love with you. I'm willing to wait this out. And I, I started thinking yeah. to myself, wow, this will be the first. Like they're actually acknowledging a week before the finale that they're actually going to be bright human beings yes. and give this time this af- time after the show to get to know each other. And then all of a sudden she just she basically re- reveals what Kerpa and Katie, I think, had had been telling us. She wasn't in this to be with him. Um, no, she wasn't. It was clear. And as things got heated, it, she was becoming more and more manic uh, because this wasn't playing out the way she thought. So right. she's. they have the discussion where Colton didn't get the dad's compro- c- approval. Cassie is apparently shocked by this, even though they were at her fucking dad's house together when this happened. Apparently, they're not real big communicators in the Cassie family, the Randolphs. Um, so then, she, but then that's her out. She immediately starts using her dad's non approval as an excuse, right. where she's like, right. Sorry, can't, I guess not. Oh, well, yeah, I was kind of into you, but, but uh, my dad but said he's, no. He's, he's not letting her, her go on that. He's not letting her off the hook. Right, he's but, too could, dense to pick up on it. Right. But, and then he looks like such a bitch. Like he cannot see yeah. what's actually happening. This chick is not that into you, guy. She's she's trying to find an out, and yes. you, you're you're too dumb to to realize that because he has zero experience emotionally in this department. The uh, the whole sequence was so disgusting on both ends because she right. is completely disingenuous the entire time. She right. is so fucking full of shit and it's so obvious and this Colton <laughs> this Colton could not be more of a bitch where he's like it doesn't have to be right now it could be later like whatever so then her then at some point apparently these dates break up so they can go wash their genitals and get ready to for the nighttime fucking that's supposed to happen so all of a sudden we cut the we're back at the hotel and a fucking minivan pulls up and the door opens and shades of the strength and conditioning coach from Stanford on the last bachelor, Cassie's fucking dad gets out of the minivan and stomps to her room, knocks on the door. She opens the door, completely shocked that there's somebody at her door, except for there's a fucking cameraman in the frame right. standing right. directly over <laughs> her fucking shoulder. Right. Like, what is going on? And then the dad walks in and has the fucking conversation that you 100% know they already had back in Huntington Beach, where he's like, they're real religious and uh, cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to judge that. That's your thing. I'm totally cool with that. But if you're, if you love fucking God so much, don't go on a don't let your daughter go on a game show where she could potentially be the fucking prize where, where she could she could win the show yes. and th- th- there's something suspicious about 
A hundred percent. It's batch, so the, fake. There's something suspicious about the bachelor um, expensing this guy to fly from Orange County to insane uh, to Portugal. Yeah. There's no reason why he needed to be there personally. No. A simple Skype. A simple. Hey, uh, we're talk- We're not in the same room right now, you and I. Right, but but a simple Skype um, could have done it both visually, and he could have gotten the message across. That was a red flag for me. Why did they need to fly the father in for this exchange? This was this was literally a what an eight minute conversation, yes. and yes. he spent fifteen hours on a plane. Yes, it did, it just there's something that just doesn't quite add up. So obviously he went there to to I guess do the messaging on camera. And so that he, she could go off with her father yeah. and do some kind of fucking uh, consolation or, or whatever, public relations spin or whatever they needed Isn't to insane. do. He didn't need to be in Portugal for this conversation. Yeah. But the bottom line is he tells her this is a very serious decision, not a decision you could make in a few weeks of dating on a, on a game show, which goes back of to your question. Yeah. Why the fuck did, did she sign up for the show? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 then it go, and so, so yeah, the whole thing is just really sketchy. I, I'm not sure why he was there. So then she, she gets all made up and yeah. looking like hot as hot. Oh, like, she had a, she had like a it, short little dress on. But, She's which, which so again, cute. If you go to, if you go yeah. to, I, I, I can't get in the mind of a woman but if you're going to somewhere to break up with a dude, are you going? Are you dressed to the nines? Or are you kind of downplaying a little bit? I mean, of course, she she looks smoking hot looks to so break good. up with him. Yeah, she looks so good. And then, but then she's not breaking up with him, Jason. She goes there, and they go on the date, and she immediately starts fucking trying. He, I mean, he's adult, like. If I were him and if I were the people in his camp, I'd be pretty pissed because this is this is why you pick a guy like this because he can't see this kind of shit coming. But she's like, you know, um, I thought it would have bothered you more that my dad didn't give his blessing. All of a sudden, it's fucking Colton's fault. Colton's the one that's like, look, you're the one. I want it to be with you. I like. He's saying all the right things, and she's trying to flip it on him to make him look like an idiot, and it's working. Uh, she totally plays him. Colton is not a man. And then she's crying. or She's sort of fake crying, crocodile tears. She's like, I'm not in love. <clears throat> and I mean, as much as I hate her, Cassie does look super hot, great body, fantasy sweet worthy. Like I, if I were Colton, I would probably be trying to extend the date as long as I could. But to, to me, to me, that's what the that's what was going through his mind. Yeah. You could om- you could almost see the squirrel on the wheel inside of his head yeah. as he is looking at how hot she looks. Yeah. He obviously likes her. He tried. In every in every way to get her into that fantasy suite so yeah. that he could lose his virginity yeah. to her. That's yeah. all he wanted to do. And I think that he in in his narcissism, if I plant my seed in her, she will change her mind. Wow. So I need to get her into that yeah. suite. You say he could do. he might impregnate her. Well or just okay. just the fucking the proverbial seed. Kind of, yeah. yeah, just attempting Metaphorical to, to seed. create a create an image here. Yeah. If, if if I am to if she's to be my first, how can she leave me? Because it'll be a great experience for me. So why would she leave me? She will change her mind. 
Um, yes, I sort of agree. But he, the whole, he ends up looking like such a fucking cuck pussy. He's like, I'm okay with like she's basically saying no. Like it's like he's not getting the point. She's like she's almost not using the dad excuse anymore because she's been. And this had to have gone on for hours because the sh- it was a fucking hour of the show that these two are just right. sitting there like weeping to each other. And she's like, you don't understand. Like, I'm not there. I don't know if I can get there. I w-. But she right. also wants to make herself look good. So she's like, if only I had more time. And she's so fucking fake. And I'm, I'm, she angry. never had, she never had the balls to say, look. I'm not going to get there. She kept saying, I don't know if I'm going to ever be there. Because she's trying to save herself. She's trying to save her fucking Instagram life that she's going to have after this. And at no point does anybody say, hey, remember four days ago when that other girl that's not here anymore said we were in Denver where I live at my fucking house at the train thing. And this other girl that I fucking sent home that would have been sucking my dick right now told me (laughs) that you weren't here for the right reasons. And you fucking assured me that all these other girls and there's several of them all saying the same thing about you. You assured me that they were fucking lying, and now you're doing the thing that they all said you were going to do. Please answer that, and no one one ever has that conversation on this fucking show. Well, and and how about this? It's going to bear out tonight if what you just said is true, because I happen to believe you. Yeah. There was so much strangeness about that reveal that Cassie's not here for the right reasons. Like I said, the the whole bachelor, she wants to be the bachelorette thing was said like once, maybe twice, and then it just happened to go away, which on this show is such an indictment. The like, yep. show doesn't want their contestants admitting openly that they're after other ambitious things. Even though it's obvious to everybody, they can't admit to these things. So it was like, if they don't address it tonight, you know the fix is in. Right tonight, if Cassie's there and Kerpa's there, and Katie's there, they should, Chris Harrison should call them all up and say, do you two feel vindicated that Cassie ended up not wanting to be with him? And they need to kind of have it out. They, they need to, they need to sort of, and if the show doesn't do that, then it's a complete delinquency. Like it, it, it loses credibility. This, this 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 show that that has has very little credibility will lose what credibility it has the if they don't have it out. And by the way, it'd be great drama and a great narrative. I just don't think the the show has the balls to bring it up. Of course not. So she leaves. She and and the whole season they've been teasing this fucking shot of her in the back of a limousine crying, and you're like, or a right. van, and and the whole season you're like. Oh, well, they are not going to show one of the front runners get sent home in the tease at the end of every episode, starting at episode one. They would never do that. And these motherfuckers, that's exactly what they did. They've been showing her leaving the entire fucking season. It's, and then the she problem is, though, The problem is, though, yeah. and, and you and I are having this discussion and we sound ignorant because Reality Steve already knows what happened Love at reality, the end. Steve. But 
but we still have a finale to, to and and yeah, they tease that he goes up and knocks on her door. So maybe you and I are fools by having this entire conversation. Reality Steve is just like, dude, come on. Everyone knows that he's with her. There are you know plenty of pictures to prove or whatever. Maybe. But like yeah. at this but juncture that, of the show, even, it, it's me, frustrating because things just don't add up. To, to me, that's even worse where she's like, wait, they now I'm not going to be the bachelorette. Now I'm painted into a coin, corner. What's my best play? Oh, my best play is to fucking take the ring, take the virginity, stay with them for six months and see if I can get a fucking internet podcast out of this or something to raise my own profile. This is it. There's no, I'm, I'm done with Cassie. She's hot. Don't get me wrong. We're a little bit younger and in the, the right situation. I'd try to make something happen with Cassie. I'll admit that. I'm not or that. her even younger sister. Oh, banging. Super bang. The mom's hot. <laughs> um, but the family's weird and Cassie sucks. Fuck Cassie. I'm out on Cassie. Yeah. Although she looks good to me. Let's be honest. I think she looks real good. Um, she leaves. He, he and, so badly wanted to have sex with her. Like, me too. I, I got but the impression. More than that. More than that. Well, because no, no, he's no. being I such was, a pussy but, about it. But, but, but I was, the more I kept seeing him beg, the more I'm thinking, in his mind, all I need to do is get her naked in bed and have sex with her. And yes. because me losing my virginity is, is, the, is the only thing people care about in this world, there's no way she won't change her mind. Like, he so badly wanted to have sex with her for a couple reasons. Because she's super hot. So hot. And he's been wanting to the entire season. And then it would be a tool to back her into the corner. Right. I mean, then she stuck and, and she just didn't do it. She held to her guns. And yep. so the other, the other part that has been teased seemingly since the very beginning of the season is Colton jumping the fence. But before we talk about him jumping he, the fence, he jumped the fucking fence. Yeah. I need to, I need to talk about how the fence jumping was edited. Oh, initially. okay. I'd like to hear this. So as, you know, five or six episodes when Chris Harrison's on, uh, you know, voice says, and then something that's never happened or the, 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 maybe the most shocking incident in the history of the show. And they show Colton walking towards a fence. You hear Chris Harrison calling his name. Colton, Colton. Yeah. And then as soon as Colton jumps the fence in one leap, you hear a girl scream, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, like I had described earlier, like he had jumped into a, a pool of alligators on the other <laughs> end of the fence. Well, they are in Portugal. Right. So as we saw, as we saw it play out last night, the big uh, wall jump that the Internet was craving and pissed off at the, that they saved so long – the wall jump happened. There was no screaming female. There wasn't a female voice. Right. That, that it, and, and, well, and by the way, the uh, Chris Harrison saying Colton, Colton. Yeah, yes. Colton, Colton was, was the sound of Chris Harrison trying to find Colton yeah. after he left, after he leaped over the fence. Chris, and this is. Go ahead. Chris Harrison had to be summoned from yeah. probably being balls deep in a PA. Like he was like, somebody's like, hey, hey. Uh, Somebody get Harrison. Somebody Harris, get Harrison. Tell Harrison to wipe his dick off. We need him on camera. And he comes outside and he's like, he's got like food. He's like wiping his mouth. And he's like, he's like, oh, did Colton just jump the fucking fence? Yeah. Wait, did he just jump the fence? Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, 
I, I understand creative editing sure. and the show You're does right. it all the time. It You're screws right. with you, but it was, it, it didn't have any, it didn't have half the drama yes. that the T's had. And then Such a great how about point. this? Yeah. The only reason that you're walking down the street looking for someone and calling their name every three seconds, Colton, Colton, is if that person went missing. Yeah. If that person went missing and is hoping to be found, that's when you would call his name out repeatedly. He's not, he clearly doesn't want to be found. This is a person that willfully, voluntarily left, and he doesn't want to speak to anybody. You saying Colton for the eighteenth time isn't going to get this guy to be like, wait a minute, somebody, right. somebody, wa- somebody wants to talk <laughs> yes. to me. Oh, somebody's oh, looking hey, for I'm me. Here, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> yes, that's a great point. So that that's how the episode ends. Colton jumps the fence. Everybody's looking for him. Colton, <laughs> Colton. That's how the the episode ends. There, he's lost in Algarve, Portugal. Um. That was it. I will say one thing that also bugged me is that we we learn that in the um, in the the edited portion that they run after the show, the the blooper reel, we learn that Colton is a huge food weirdo. There, uh, he's sitting outside with Tasha like during their date, and or it might be in the morning, and they're they're eating like dried fruit. And she's like, here, he's, he's never had a, uh, a, a dried a- apricot, which I would argue is one of the most delicious things that could ever <laughs> grace your palate. Like if you have some good dried apricots, I'll need you to hand me three of them. And then I need you to take the bag and put it at the bottom of the ocean or put it in some type of secure facility a vault of some sort because i will find it and eat the entire fucking bag he she holds one up and she's like you want a dried apricot and he's like ew it looks like a um shriveled up thumb and i'm like are you fucking four years old eat a fight she's like do you want a date he's like she's like you've never had a date but then they keep they keep the double entendres going and where she's like I don't like nuts. She's like, are those nuts? She's like, I don't like right. nuts. And he's like, right. he's like, oh, really? You know? Anyway, I'm going to miss Tasha. I, su- I assume she's not making it to the end, right? I, I mean, I, I don't know what the finale is going to bring. The tease for the finale is he isn't giving up on Cassie and he, they show him knocking on a door, um, which leads me to believe that the show is not done humiliating this emotional midget. Like they're not done. So he's going to have another breakdown next week. And I can't wait to see the, after the final rose, because it appears that he may have gotten some plug work or he's filled in the power alleys. It might just be a (laughs) hairstyle. And then also the, he, it looks like he, I don't know if it was just the lighting in the preview, but it looks like it's almost got a tint to it. It looks like he may have shoe polished his lettuce. Did you notice that, Jason? <laughs> the tease for the final rose? Yes. I, I noticed there was a much different look to him. I thought maybe he had lost some weight or something. But that I, could I, also be it. You're, you're the guy who really keys in on those. Yeah, other I know, keep an eye on that stuff. Okay, Jason. Um, great episode. Great analysis. I had not considered a lot of what you were saying. Maybe, maybe he does go knock on that door. Cassie's back. 
and she wins the whole thing, in which case I will need to buy a new television because I will be kicking mine right. in with the heel of my boot. But please, uh, when you when you name this episode, you always like to try to come up with name. cute ways. Yeah. I think it's simple. The Vindication of Kerpa. And if you need to add Katie in there, fine. But Kerpa is just a dumb name. I usually do two-word titles or oh. three. I've never done a four-word title. How about um, Kerpa's Redemption? Kerpa Vindication. Kerpa vindicated. Kerpa's no, it's, it's, a, it's a vindication. You have to you have to use a vindication's got to be in there. Okay, yeah, it's got to be vindicated. Okay, I'll see what I can do. All right, until next week for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. It's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beckner, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We make it a connection. We falling in love. We chilling in a mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne. We got 32 girls who get to hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.